welcome to another episode of Coach Ani the Podcast. I'm really just trying to be consistent here with you guys. I'm going to say this. If you're watching this on YouTube, do not come at me for my unfinished bookshelves behind me because we're still moving in the process of moving and doing all these other great, amazing, wonderful things. So I'm packing fucking hard, guys. It's really hard. I thought that it would be easier and I thought I'd be the, I thought I would be that bitch that in a month I have all my stuff unpacked and it would be good. My house would be beautiful. Update. I am not. I am not her. I am not it. I'm not special in any way, shape, or form. I'm just a person trying to do a thing all the time. So I feel like before I get into today's topic, I need to put an asterisk on it, okay? I am not a trained professional. If you have a therapist, after listening to this episode, if you feel like it resonates with you, you might need to go talk to your therapist. I'm just going to leave it at that. I feel like that makes it sound dark and like it's not I'm not going to there's nothing dark happening here it's just a conversation and I want to talk about are you potentially addicted to stress and I feel like this is a topic that has been reoccurring recently with clients that I work with friends that I have um, even honestly people that just randomly DM me on Instagram and I kind of want to tell you the two different conversations that came about where it's prompting me to talk about this. Now we're going to be changing names. We're going to be changing dates. We're going to be changing sexes. You're not going to know who's who. So, because I also don't want to like out anybody, which I guess you would never know anyway, but we're going with it. So I got a DM from a woman on Instagram and she, I've known her for a while. Um, she was one of my students, you know, a couple of years ago for the past couple of years. And she was just basically like, I'm feeling uninspired. Mm, I don't feel inspired. I don't like I built up my clientele. I did the thing. I graduated from a program. Like I I did all the things, but I think I want to quit. I think I actually want to quit. And I want to go into a different industry because like hair is not life. And these bitches are acting like it's, it's everything and it's life. And so as we're talking, I told her, I said, you know, I, I understand. They said, well, first off, I think you're kind of looking at it the wrong way because although you have great hair without extensions, and I frankly, I have great hair without extensions. It's, it's not about how we feel. It's about how our clients feel and the clients who don't have a lot of hair and who for them, it gives them confidence and it gives them happiness and it makes them feel like themselves. To them, it, I'm not saying it's life or death because hair is never life or death, but it feels life or death to them. I'm like, so although you keep saying, I want to make a difference, I want to make a difference, you, you already are making a difference. It's just not in the way you thought. And so as we continue, honestly, we were just DMing and it was probably 10 minutes worth of audios back and forth all the time. Like I would send 10, she would send 10. Like it was a lot of audios. But even inside of that, you know, as we're talking, she's like, I just, I want to change and this and that. And I told her, I said, you know, can I, can I ask you like a question? you like, this is going to be weird. Do you know how to be happy? And she was just kind of like, mm, what? I said, do you, the question sounds cold and it sounds mean, but, but hear me out. When we are stressed and this is science guys, this is not Ani's, Ani's feelings. Like, no, this is, this is science. When you are stressed and your body is in fight or flight mode, which happens to a lot of people. I know for me, um, my therapist has told me I've been in fight or flight for years. I actually had a chiropractor who was like, your body is like fucking up because you're always in fight or flight. Like is this or I ended up getting a kidney stone because of stress. And I literally, I had to call 911 guys. That's the most pain I've ever been in in my life. I actually thought I was dying. Like I called a friend, she came over and I was like, this is it. I'm going, I don't know what's wrong with me. But finally I was like, you need to call 911. Like I have to go to a hospital. That pain. First off, I felt like a pansy because when I got to the emergency room, by then they'd given me medicine and like the pain was like subsiding. And I was talking to the nurse and I was like, I feel ridiculous now. Like it's just a kidney stone. And he's like, "Mm, actually, 
um, they say kidney stones are more painful than giving childbirth naturally. And although I don't have children, I have spoken to other moms that are basically like, oh, uh, yeah, I would rather give birth than have a fucking kidney stone ever again. So when I tell you guys, I understand what stress does to the body. I say that as someone who like went through it and got really fucking sick from it too, you know, so not coming at you. This is from experience. So when I, so when you are stressed out and overwhelmed and your body is in that fight or flight mode, it not only releases adrenaline, but it also releases cortisol. And with that, if you are always in fight or flight and you are always stressed out, whether it be work, whether it be personal, a combination of the both, you kind of just get used to that. You get used to the feeling of being overwhelmed. You get used to the feeling of like, you're going to have a mental fucking breakdown. You're used to it to where I'll be honest, you first off don't really realize that you're not supposed to feel that way. Life is not meant to be run through always being overwhelmed and stressed out and wanting to cry. Like I'm once again, someone who's been through it. Life shouldn't be that way and it doesn't have to be that way. But here's the thing. Because you're always living in fight or flight and you're always stressed the fuck out, your body keeps releasing this cortisol, which means you're now used to it. The same way that your body gets used to anything else, whether you take birth control, whether you're a male and you take testosterone, whether you're taking vitamins, it's like going to the gym. When you go to the gym first time, like it really hurts, but your body gets used to it, used to it, used to it, used to it. And the things that used to hurt don't hurt anymore. Our bodies get used to anything and everything. Like that's what happens. So now let's say you've lived a really stressed out life, but all of a sudden you're kind of not, you built your business, baby, you're making money and things are calm. You're not going to feel calm. You're actually going to have a sense of, I feel dread might be a good way to put it. Or I'll speak for myself. Um, I did come from a very stressful situation and a very stressful job environment. And now that I've been working for myself for, it'll actually be, oh my gosh, 10 months. It's been 10 months. Um, My life is pretty stress-free. I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm never really stressed. I'm rarely overwhelmed. Um, And if I am, it's generally probably something small that I'm overreacting to because of my ADHD, which actually that tends to happen. But I don't really, I'm not actually super stressed anymore. And the first time I realized that it actually made me stressed. Not being stressed made me feel stressed out because I was so used to being overwhelmed and stressed out and like teetering on a ledge of like, oh my fucking God, my mental fucking breakdown to where I was like talking to my boyfriend. I was like, ah, I feel, I'm like, I just, I don't know. Am I forgetting something? Did I do something wrong? Like, am I fucking something up? Like, I don't, why, why do I, why do I feel so calm? because I feel calm, that means I must have forgotten to do something that's going to mess me up later. And I kept going, not like spinning. I wasn't like spiraling, but it almost was like a bit of a rabbit hole where I'm like, why do I feel so calm? Why do I feel so happy, dare I say? Like, ooh, to where then I started looking for things to be wrong. Now, I was able to curtail that very, very quickly. I realized what I was doing and especially that I had someone like my boyfriend, which I'll say, for those of you that have significant others that have maybe said this shit to you, you might want to listen. I'm just going to say, like, I listen to my boyfriend when he says things. He listens to me. We don't hear each other. We, we listen. We are actively listening and really like, I don't want to hear what the person's saying, but like, we're really like processing it. And so I kind of caught myself on that where I was so used to the cortisol being released in my body and the adrenaline and always being in fight or flight that when things were good and are good, I was looking for something to be wrong because that was the norm. Being unhappy was the norm. Being stressed out was the norm. 
not being able to sleep at night because of overwhelm was the norm. Like crying a couple times a week over everything. That was the norm. That was normal for me. So to then experience something where I never feel that way uh, kind of threw me topsy-turvy. So when I was talking to this girl on Instagram and, you know, I asked her, I said, do you, do you know how to be happy? You, you have a great life. Let's take, I know her, I know her business. I'm like, let's take a look at your business, the money that you're making, your family, your kids. I'm like, how many days do you work? She's like, two, three. I'm like, okay, so you work great hours. You make great money. All your clients are obviously obsessed with you. You have a good home life, your kids. I was like, so why aren't you happy? Like what, what is it? And it took her aback a bit, just like it had taken me when my boyfriend said things to me and she really thought about it. She's like, oh my God. She's like, my husband has said that before that I don't know how to be happy. And she is dealing with like personal traumas from like way back when and all these things. And all those things do come into play, guys. If you have experienced trauma at a young age or even younger or just recently, really, it doesn't matter. You're still used to that. You're used to that cortisol. You're used to fight or flight. You're used to that stress. And so then as we kept talking about it, like we just kind of like unpacked it where she was like, I'm gonna have to talk to my therapist about this. I'm like, you, you might want to, because sometimes it takes someone from the outside being like, you have everything you want. Why are you not happy? Which I want to put a, another big asterisk on this. There's going to be, I think a lot in this episode wanting to loving your business, but wanting to grow it does not mean you're addicted to stress. Um, loving the money that you make, but wanting to find ways to make more money or passive income, all these things. That does not mean that you're stressed and overwhelmed and addicted to stress. I'm a firm believer of growing and growth. I always want more. And I, I use that, I'm doing air quotes because I use that term. I feel like that's like a dangerous term to use, but I want to provide more value. I want to be more helpful. I want to create a bigger impact. I don't look at the things I do and say, I want to make more money, more money. Ah, that's like, yeah, more money is great. But what, what does money bring me? Money brings me freedom. It brings me this house. It brings me the books you see in the background. Like, you know, my boyfriend, I get to do things, but it's, it's the freedom in the space that I truly love. So bear in mind, if you are a person who's always looking to like, almost like one up yourself, there's also really healthy ways to do that that I truly believe in. So I'm not addressing those people, bear in mind. I'm addressing those of you that when things are good, you're nitpicking like a motherfucker to make things bad. You're, you're looking, you're actively poking and prodding to make something be bad, whether it's shutting down your business to start a new like endeavor or whatever it is. Like, And I, once again, there's a healthy way to do it, but not with the girl I was talking to. I was like, you're, it seems like you want to leave a because of ego, but B like you're looking to upend your life again, because you're so used to the stress you're used to that. And I actually had a conversation with another friend of mine and her and I were talking and, you know, she had not gotten into it with her boyfriend, but they had like a low key, like little tiff. And she's like, I'm just mad because this and that. And I'm like, she's like, wouldn't you be mad? And I was like, Ooh, ow. like, actually I wouldn't. I was like, I feel like you're looking for something to be mad about. She's like, fucking excuse me. I was like, well, think about it. Like, you guys are in a really good place. You've been doing this. You've been doing that. Like, you got all these things. You did da, 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 da. So is this, is this one thing really like that big of a deal? Or are you looking to be upset? Are you looking to be mad? Are you looking to be angry? Because fighting feels familiar to you. Feeling unloved is a feeling that's familiar to you. You don't, maybe you don't actually know how to like, just let yourself be loved. Once again, I'm not a therapist. 
I'm not a counselor. I'm just telling you stories of things that I've talked to people about and even things that I've experienced. Because like I said, I think I was someone that was addicted to stress. Was I looking for more stressful situations? Nah, bruh. I didn't have the time, place, energy, space, mental capacity, emotional capacity for it. I didn't have, there's no more room in my um, in my bucket, on my plate to add in anything else that would make me more fucking stressed out. I was already like, not only teetering off the ledge, but I had like one foot off and I was like, t- I was hanging on by like two little fingers. Uh-uh. So I wasn't looking for more, but becoming the CEO of my own company and now two companies and building out two companies you really have to be able to differentiate when something truly isn't working or if you're nitpicking and trying to force something to not work because that's the only way you know how to live. And that's, that is a, I feel like a really hard reality that you have to be very um, in tune with yourself might be a good way to put it to actually go through and take a look at your business and decide whether it's, it's working and could use some adjustments to be better or you're actually just looking to burn it down because the burning down is why I'm having this conversation with you guys today because I don't want you to burn something down that's working because you're finally happy because you finally feel calm because you're finally not on edge all the time that feeling you have where you're like calm and at peace that feeling Right before you start saying, did I forget something? Is that why I feel so calm? Is that why I'm not overwhelmed? Is that why I have time off? What the fuck did I forget to do? Right before that, that feeling right before all of those statements, that's actually what you're looking for. That generally tends to be happiness and calm. I, I don't lie, guys. It took me a second to get used to. Like that, that was, it was not, I don't want to say it wasn't an easy feeling to get used to, but it did take me a minute because it was new because I spent, five years overwhelmed and stressed out half a decade that's that's a lot of time I'm only 33 that's a lot of time to spend feeling that way you know and at the time I was 32 32 yeah so I really wanted to bring this to your attention in hopes that maybe you start to analyze your own patterns and behaviors. Just like I did, I am not exempt from this. So bear in mind, I'm not throwing shade. I'm not exempt. I I'm, I was that bitch. Wasn't the bitch to put my house together, but I was the bitch to overanalyze everything. And how, so how, let's kind of talk about like, how did I, I don't want to say overcome it, but how did I recognize it? And even the other day, for example, um, I had a moment where I was like, am, am I? Lazy? And if you know me, you know that that statement is utterly freaking ridiculous. Me, lazy, knobbish. I'm a lot of things, but lazy is not one of them. Maybe a little crazy. Sure, depending on the day, but not lazy. And I, so here's how I kind of reel myself back in. I had to do the same thing with the stress, the overwhelm, the cortisol, the happiness, the calm, the same thing that I did with the lazy feeling. Lazy? So I kind of sat there. I'm like, okay, well, why in this moment am I feeling lazy? I'm like, well, I'm feeling lazy because it's, it was probably like a Wednesday, maybe a Thursday. No, it was Friday. It was a Friday and I had said, I don't want to work today. So I'm not going to. And I was sitting on the couch and I was resting and I took a few naps 
lunch and then I had some snacks and then I ordered food. I think I maybe did a little laundry, but, and then I sat there and I was like, oh my God, are you, it's Friday. You should be working. Everybody's working, working nine to five. Everybody's working, but you're not working. You're napping, bitch. Oh, you're watching. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Like you're chilling. Are you, are you doing this because you're lazy and you don't feel like working anymore? And when I thought about it, I was like, actually, no, that's not what's happening. What's happening is that Friday, and some of you saw me talk about this on my Instagram, it was the day after an event. And I was like, I'm tired. I'm just tired. Um, I'm not drained. I'm not exhausted, but I'm just like, whew, I'm tired. I'm getting off of, I'm on like the tail end of being sick for like, oh my fucking God, like three weeks where I was getting like no sleep. That was exhausting. That, that was rough. And I realized I just needed time. I needed time to like recuperate. I was tired. I was hungry all the time. Like I just needed to chill. And I gave myself the grace to do that. But guess what? I'm also one of those bitches. I, I don't want to say I work when I'm in the mood, but if inspiration strikes and it's 6 a.m. on a Sunday, I'm going to work. Like I'm going to be working. I don't care if it's midday on a Saturday and it's 1 p.m. and all of a sudden I'm like, I have the best idea. Or even if I'm just sitting there and I'm like, actually feel like working. I'm going to work. My hours make no sense. My hours are literally whatever I choose it to be. And when I realized that I was like, I'm not lazy. The reason I feel that way is because my schedule does not match up with societal standards anymore. I do not work nine to five Monday through Friday. I have not done that. Well, it's been probably about 10 months since I've done that. And even then at that point, I was still kind of working six, seven days a week, but nine to five is really hard for me for the simple fact of I prefer to start work at 5 a.m. I like working at five or six. This is like, those are, those are my fucking golden work hours. I love it. So I felt lazy because I was not living up to everybody else's standard. I was not following everybody else's rules. I made my own and my own rules are I, I work a lot. Bear in mind, I literally tracked my hours for a month. I worked probably, I looked at it and it was about uh, 50 hours a week that I was working. So I work, but I'm going to work when I want to work, which also means if it's midday, and I want to take a fucking nap because I'm tired. My brain is slow and I'm a little bit foggy. I'm actually going to be doing that as well. And I don't care, but that doesn't make me lazy because I managed to create something where I now get to follow my own fucking rules. And I'm not going to apologize for that. So I think that's something that, and I realize that even with that, um, I don't jam pack my books, whether you want to look at salon or consulting, I don't jam pack either with clients. I could take on more. Honestly, right now I could absolutely take on more. I'm not going to, why? Cause I don't want to, because I like having space. I like having freedom. I like not overwhelming myself with so many projects just for money, 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 that all of a sudden I don't have time for me. That does not work for me. I am my own number one client. And that's how I look at it. I have one ongoing consulting client at all times, one coaching client, and that's me. I take slot number one. So anything at this point that might jeopardize my happiness, my calm, my freedom, the schedule that I've created, anything that might jeopardize the, um, the work that I put out and the high level and expectation of the work that I have for myself, I will not tolerate that. Mm -mm. None of that works for me. And I'll say, so I, I started working with the Luna method. I'm a trainer for them now. And it's so funny because I was talking to the owner, Ashley, 
And I, she literally told me the other day, she's like, you are way too hard on yourself. You need to stop doing that. And remember that you are learning something new, which by the way, your work looks great. This is amazing. Move one little hair. Da, da, da. It was minor things to change. But I, she's like, I don't, I've had people be like, you're so hard on yourself. Ha ha ha. But I feel like that was one of the first times that someone was legitimately like, you need to stop. You're doing a great job. Wow. This is amazing. You're too, way too hard on yourself to where that's actually not good. And I was like, am I so hard on myself? Like why? Why I have to, once again, stop and ask myself, well, why am I being so hard on myself? It's number one, that the expectations I have for myself are incredibly high. I know what I'm capable of and I will continue to push that envelope in every area of my life. And once again, nothing I'm ever going to apologize for. I think there's nothing wrong with that. But I also think it's important to remember, like, I'm not sitting like berating myself. I'm not like you, you stupid idiot. You're fucking horrible at this. You suck. I never said those words to myself because I don't believe that either. So for those of you that are, you know, listening to this, you're kind of having a moment of like, ooh, you guys, I, first off, I love when you guys send me DMs on Instagram. Please feel free to keep doing that. It's hilarious to me. You guys will tag me and shit or you'll record clips, send it to me and go, were you talking to me? Did you, did you, did you say this for me? And I think it's funny. So I know the girl in the first story is definitely going to recognize herself because we're having this conversation yesterday and I'm recording this like the very next day. But I think it's important to just do some, you need to look inward a bit. And if you feel like you cannot look at yourself objectively, which once again, I will say is not easy. It's hard. Ask someone you trust. Just ask someone. It might be your husband. It might be your wife. It might be your best friend. But once again, this needs to be someone you trust that actually knows you that maybe might also potentially be willing to call you on your shit, but for the best of intentions, not someone who's going to try to like manipulate you or like gaslight you because they need something from you. We don't play that game this year. Not in, not in 2023, guys. So there's a chance that you might be trying to burn something down because you're actually just happy for the first time. And if that's the case, get a fucking hobby. <laughs> Don't burn your business down. If you need a challenge, and I'll say like, for example, like the extension method I do, Luna, that's one of the things I love about it is it is a challenge because it's so customizable and it's not just like different section size for different densities. Like it's way more than just that where you can, I, this is the best example I always give. You can look at one bead and Ashley, the owner can be like, that is a perfect bead. And then you look at the next bead that does not look like that first one. It looks different. And she'll be like, this is actually a perfect bead too. And let me tell you why. She's like, even though the hair is doing this and this is happening and this shape looks a little bit different than this shape. If you look at their follicle, if you look at their hair growth, if you look at the pattern, she's like, it's actually still perfect because it's fall. And I'm just like, oh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, so you mean to tell me two beads can look different, but still be absolutely perfect. And I get to be the artist and I have to use my professional opinion and my knowledge and my skills to dictate what is or isn't right. That is a challenge, not a bad challenge to me. That's a good challenge because now it opens up the space where there are not rules. There are guidelines, but I get to be the artist and have fun inside of those guidelines. And I love that. So for me, learning something new like that wasn't a burning of my business. I do love that challenge. Challenging myself is really, really fun. It's probably why I love and I hate CrossFit. 
eh, it is so hard. I just went back after being gone for a month and a half because I was sick. And when I tell you, it beat my ass. I mean, freezing hurts. So challenge yourself. Yeah, that's great. Stop trying to burn your fucking business down. Things have to change. Another thing someone had said to me the other day, they were talking about tattoos and they were just like, my God, they're like, I, she was like, I have so many tattoos. And she was like, and normally they don't hurt, but recently God, they really hurt. And I was like, yeah, it's because you're not traumatized anymore. You healed your trauma. I want you guys to know that many a times that I've known people that they're like, tattoos don't hurt at all. Tattoos feel Ooh, ooh, I love the pain. I'm like, you have you have trauma. You need to actually talk to someone. And once again, not a therapist, but I've seen it enough now. And I talk to a lot of people. Generally, when you have internal emotional trauma, you almost try to not justify or validate it, but you try to minimize it by physical pain, which is tattoos. My tattoos hurt like a motherfucker. Especially the last one I got. That one hurt so bad. And I was talking to a friend of mine and she's like, that hurt? That didn't hurt for me. I'm like, all right, let's hear it. Traumatized bitch. This shit should fucking hurt. But little things that I feel like no one wants to talk about or really be called out on because it's a touchy subject. And it's hard. Like when my therapist told me I had PTSD, I was like, what? What? And it takes a minute for you to realize that there's actually nothing wrong with you. You are not broken. There is nothing to fix. There's just healing and growing. And there's healing inside of not being addicted to cortisol levels and not not allowing yourself to be addicted to a fight or flight or adrenaline-filled response. That's healing to realize that you deserve to be happy and you deserve to have peace and you deserve to have calm. There is healing in that. It's not fixing shit. I hate when people say like, oh, just, you know, a little something wrong with them. There's something wrong with you. You're not broken. You're just here to heal and grow. And that's kind of part of the human experience. So I hope, I say so a lot, I just realized it. I hope, it's a filler word. I hope <laughs> that listening to this podcast, this episode, has maybe set off a little light bulb for you. Even just a small sub light bulb. It's just a teeny little guy. It's a night light that's out in the hallway on dim. And that's okay. But I'm hoping that this has maybe allowed you to see yourself in a different light and potentially realize the actions that you are taking for the wrong reasons could be detrimental to your business if you don't give yourself time, space, and grace to address them exactly as they are. And sometimes, guys, it can be as simple as removing yourself from the people that you're currently around. If your friend group is not it, I'm going to say something so mean that I feel like people are going to come after me for, but I'm going to say it. I have no problem burning bridges. I will blow that bitch up and I will let the wind take the ashes away. I don't care because I said it earlier. Anything that might affect and detrimentally affect or negatively affect my mental health 
my emotional health, my well-being, my family, my dogs, my business, it's gone. And it's gone without apologies. Because that's the life that I chose to create for myself. And when I started implementing those boundaries and really started looking at myself and my actions and how I behave, I changed everything. I don't want to be some stressed out bitch all the time. That sucks. That's not fun to be around. Like, honestly, someone who's always stressed out and overwhelmed and crying is not someone fun to be around. So at that point, not only does it affect you, now it affects everybody around you. Mm. Doesn't work for me. So yeah, I'll burn, I will burn bridges like a motherfucker. Not saying you have to, I'm just saying I will. And I've done it quite a bit. And frankly, I've regretted zero of them. (laughs) So with that being said, I would love to hear from you. Down below, you're going to see my Instagram linked. Send me a DM, please. I read every single DM. I answer every single DM. My rule is if you are, or my thought is if you're taking the time to write to me, I'm going to take the time to fucking respond. That's like the literal bare minimum that anyone could do. So after you've listened to this, send me a message. Tell me how you feel. Tell me if this resonated with you. Did it kind of sting a little bit? Or are you like, Psh, I was that too. And then you kind of had epiphanies and realized life can actually be pretty fucking great. So thank you guys for being here with me on another episode of Coach Ani the Podcast. If there's ever anything that you would like to hear about, um, you want me to talk about, please let me know. I think when we're jumping back into some topics on ADHD and autism and executive function, which I realized I gave it a different word, but executive function is actually what it is. (laughs) So we'll be talking about that later, but guys, thanks for being here. See you soon.